SCP-682 appears to have a hatred of all life, which has been expressed in several interviews during containment. Welcome to Margaret Thatcher 10 Plus Spy, the podcast where we dive into various wikis to dredge up the wacky nonsense which lies within. Today we'll be discovering the SCP Foundation, a collaborative fiction wiki based on the eponymous secret government organisation. I'm James Law, a toaster that can be only referred to in the first person, and I'm joined by Joel Franey, the IKEA retail store which has an infinite interior space with no outdoor physical bounds. Oh hi hi. <laughs> we're uh yeah, so we're talking about the SCP Foundation, which uh, I've I was unfamiliar with until Joel told me about it last time. Yeah, you didn't you didn't know it at all, right? Like, no, I'd I never heard of it. it. Yeah, yeah, it's a weird thing. It's like it's one of those corner of the internet forums, but that actually used its powers for good instead of evil. Yeah, so it's everyone, everything on the wiki is uh, it's like a collaborative fiction. Yeah, I think they have. Um, I think originally it was like. A closed team. I'm probably getting this wrong. I think originally it was a closed team, and then uh, later on they started taking submissions. Like people can send in ideas for pages and sort of write them up, and then the people who run the SCP wiki can sort of check if they want to post them. Yeah. But the idea overall is that it is a wiki that is itself a story. There's nothing outside it that isn't, you know, sort of tangential. Yeah. It's using the wiki to tell a story because every page is a open quotes, real, aka fictional, um, file for the SCP, which is like a sort of Men in Black-esque government organisation that goes around, you know, finding aliens and the paranormal and strange objects and then hiding them away in sort of secret bunkers and facilities. It's not like a like what we've been doing previously, you know, where, where you, you might know the series from the TV show or something like that. This is just yeah. contained, haha, within the wiki uh, scp uh, by the way stands for secure contain protect and, yes uh, can you tell me a bit more about the concept behind it so you said it's a men in black type organization yeah it, it's thing. not a i think intentionally it's not a complicated setup it's you know men in black or control or x files or it's just sort of the scp goes around finds paranormal things and then covers it up and takes them back to a bunker to study them. Yeah, and that's so pretty the, much the long and the short of it. So the ones I referenced in the uh, intro there um, are just a couple that I found when browsing. I didn't want to go too deeply into it because uh, that's your job yeah. today, Joe. Uh, well, but there, yeah, so there are, to to put it bluntly, a and I'm using the technical term here, a fuck ton of SCPs. Right. There are literally thousands of them. Yes, um, and one of them is written. a toaster that can only be referred to in the first person. I mean, honestly, it is weird, but that is kind of the least of it with this wiki. Yes, uh, and an IKEA store that it, you will you can never leave. Yeah, which is <laughs> which you know, you know, not which is pretty, I think, normal for IKEA. Um, yeah. I, I can think of worse places to be trapped for all eternity, to be honest. Yeah. Well, IKEA tries to trap you, right? That's why there's no windows in there, so you don't notice yeah. uh, time passing. Like a Vegas casino. Um, yeah, same principle. But yeah, SCP, I think, started off as a largely horror sort of genre. And the idea that all these things were being taken away because they were terrifying and lethal and uh, completely dangerous. 
And that is still a big part of it, but as the project has expanded, it's kind of gone a little bit more varied. There are some that are outright funny, or some that are sort of weird sci-fi, or um, some that are more fun than frightening. Yeah. Uh, there are still a lot of horror ones in there, and I'd say that's kind of the backbone. Is it, is it sort of... Would would you describe it as similar to um, like a like a centralised, more organised creepypasta collective? It is kind of a bit, and a lot of the uh, monsters on it, especially some of the more popular monsters on it, have a very creepy pasta vibe. Um, right. I think this was starting off kind of mid two thousands, so it was kind of a perfect era for that sort oh, of thing. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That's you know. I mean, got... the most popular SCP, which is uh, I'll go, I'll list it. It's SCP one seven three, which you may have seen, um, because it is the big one. It's the one that everyone knows it's like the famous one uh, i might not, not have heard of it so do tell no no but like within the context yes of, yeah. you know scp 173 is to scp what spider-man is to marvel you know right. what i mean like he's the one if you've heard of it you've heard of this yeah um and i'll read the description because it will probably start to sound familiar to you on a conceptual level you'll probably recognize the idea of it if not itself from something else okay it's called the Sculpture, that's its nickname, um, because all the SCPs have just a number and a nickname tied to them. It is a really ugly looking uh, sculpture made from concrete and rebar with bits of spray, sp- spray paint on it. Uh, but the sculpture cannot move while it's being looked at. Oh, okay. I think I've seen that somewhere before. Yes. That's the personal- Doctor Who thing, right? It is. And though I think this came first... Okay, so Doctor it, Who nabbed it. Uh, I mean, I'm sure. I think I think it may have predated it by by a year or so. It was very early on. Um, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to. I don't mean to accuse Doctor Who of uh, ripping anything off. I'm sure it's possible honestly, to have two ideas. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I expect this is more a thing of whichever one came first. Just different people having the same idea yeah. organically. But I will say that while the Weeping Angels are scary in their own way. SCP-173, which I encourage people to Google if they have a slightly strong stomach, just looks weird in a creepy way. SCP, what was it called? 173. Um, it looks like a big concrete baby. That oh its God! Yeah, wagon. I hate. I hate this. I hate this yes. guy. <laughs> uh, uh, it really is quite hard to describe. The face he's is got like a bum hole on his forehead. Yeah, the face is barely a face. The anatomy is childlike, like it's got child's proportions kind but of. But it also looks like a and... peanut as well. Yeah, a little bit. But uh, while the Weeping Angels from Doctor Who would send you back in time if they touch you, 173 is a bit more efficient and will just kill you. How, what, how does it do? Uh, object is reported to attack by snapping the neck or by strangulation. Oh, okay. Rather oddly, so to speak, SCP-173 is kept in a secure uh, container obviously and they can hear movement from inside when they're not looking at it right but when they go in they see that there is uh, a reddish brown substance on the floor that is a combination of feces and blood so this thing is biological uh right so it but it can't do it when you're watching well it freezes when it's being looked at it okay. can't move if they have a camera on it can they do that i Oh, think... what I would do, I'd put it in a panopticon, then it can never know when it's <laughs> being watched. That's what I'd do. 
Well, I don't think it. Kn- I don't think it knows when it's. I think it just automatically triggers. I don't think it freezes on choice. Yeah, I think there's just some. some they don't cosmic, actually understand yeah, it. Some cosmic power like, that makes it. Freeze. They don't know why SCP one seven three acts like this or what it wants. That's a that's kind of a common theme in this that the SCP just gathers stuff up. Goes, God knows what this does, but we're just going to keep it now. So each SCP, like this one, is a, like an anomaly to what should be physically possible right is that pretty is that, much is that what it's about it, it's yeah it's kind of the thing of um we don't want this getting out because it would probably throw society off kilter because it, the news of it would just be so much yeah i mean i wouldn't like to hear that this this guy exists yeah, exactly uh, there'd be panic I, on the streets right i don't i i don't think i'd sleep if uh, if it was in my <laughs> in my town uh, um <laughs> I, th- I think there are times where they've kind of voted to release information about SCPs, either because they think it's for the greater good or because they think the secret's going to get out anyway somehow. Right. Um, so it's not a guarantee that all these keep quiet. The general approach of the SCP, from what I can gather, is that they find paranormal stuff, uh, evaluate how dangerous it is after taking it away, and then they try and destroy it if they think it's dangerous, or they study it and try and get stuff out of it if they think it's safe. And that is kind okay. of their approach. But like, what, do they have like? Is is it talked about how they go about doing it? Like, how do they go about finding and capturing paranormal anomalies to well, the laws of physics? There is a possible explanation. Okay. And to deal with that, we have to talk about SCP number one. SCP number one. All right. This is the is this if, the very first post on this? It is indeed. Now, when you look at SCP number one, the first thing you get, you get with almost none of the other files, is a big thing telling you to fuck off because literally only the highest level of authority is supposed to look at it. Okay. As in, like, the core members of the organization. Part of the way they... Part of the way they make it feel real is by talking about, like, category levels of um, approval. If you're a level one, you're essentially a janitor at the SCP facility and you shouldn't know much about anything yeah whereas category five is like the core right uh, council and leaders who get to know everything so scp number one has no strict definition what it does is it says here are a bunch of possibilities what scp one is because it's clearly one of these but they're all so big that they're trying to throw out a bunch of decoys to distract from the real one because if any of these are real it would be massive right if that makes sense Cat, hang on. <laughs> need... So, so, so SCP number one. If you go on the file, it shows you about twelve different possibilities of what SCP one could be. Right. Maybe one of them is true. Maybe none of them are true. But they're there to try and reduce the chance of anyone getting hold of the real SCP one. Okay. So there's there are several. Hang on. I'm on. I'm on SCP one, and there's just a blank page. Yeah, that's it. There's like a gap. Um, part of the uh, is that like redacted? Idea- yeah, if you go down, like I think it's at the bottom. And one of the things they do to try and make a point of it is they show you a kind of image uh, virus that is a th- purportedly meant to kill anybody who doesn't have authorization just by looking at it. Okay, so that means that I am allowed in. Apparently, sick. I mean, you know, you're going up in the world, James. Yeah, mad. I'm now SCP level five. Yeah. Welcome, well, authorized person. That's what you get if you write for RPS. Yeah, please select your desired file. So does that mean that... So, either... so all of these files are like potential... Yes. 
One SCPs. or none of them are true. Okay, so we're, we're because they're trying to reduce the chance of you actually finding the real one because it is such a big deal. But the first option for what SCP One might be is a file that was found that told them where to find SCP Two, and then they went and found it and retrieved it. When they looked at the file again, all the text had changed, and it was telling them where to find SCP Three. And so on and so on and so on. And that is how they found every SCP ever since. As in, so when you find an SCP, it tells you how to find the next one. Yes. And they don't know if it is, if the file is just warning them or actively creating these things. Right. But but they, they don't, don't want to take yeah. the risk of not listening to it because yeah, some of these are big deals. Otherwise they'll just come out and kill everyone. Or yeah. like... Though maybe that's not the truth, because that might just be a decoy that SCP-1 is the file. Right. Okay. The, the honest the honest meta answer for this is that SCP-1 was almost too big a number to have one answer. Okay. They okay. wanted to give it... And, and so they've essentially allowed it to be whatever you think it's worthy of being. That's right. why a bunch of the other explanations are like, it's a literal biblical angel, or... It's uh, the first paranormal thing they ever found that killed someone, and that's why the SCP is kind of paranoid, because they're just going off that culture of, oh, these things are dangerous. Or it's the knowledge that SCP is fictional. Okay. That they know that they are a collaborative writing project being, being created by a bunch of horror writers. Oh, no, they know their world is fictional. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah, so no, I'm, I'm looking at it now. So now SCP-001, I clicked on one of them and it just says, SCP-1 is a stack of papers. <laughs> and that's yeah, that's it. the file. Um, but it might not be that. It might but it be might not be it. that. I, it's quite an elegant solution, I honestly think. Like, yeah? Because SCP-1, as the very first most important, could never really live up to the name. So they just no. go, well, it doesn't have to, because it could be all or none or some of these. Or like something else entirely or... Yeah, exactly. These might all be the decoys. All right. So that's SCP number one then. Or, or yeah. is it? Or maybe it's not. Or maybe it's... Well, exactly. Uh, oh. Or who knows? <laughs> it's whatever. It's in your heart, SCP number one. Yes. And from this came, uh, what, over a thousand... Oh, um, way more. They kind of do them in series, from what I gather. Yeah, so the series each one series to six. is a is a thousand SCPs. Oh wow, okay. So that's over five k. Yeah, and there's uh, short stories called tales that go with them, which I haven't read. I've basically been purely on the the files just to yeah. sort of start from a a basic position. Um, yeah, maybe do the tales in a future one. But there's there's a lot of fun ones, and there's a lot of creativity. I've got some of the most popular ones to go over. Oh yeah, I I loved it. I I didn't know about the scary weeping angel. So uh, yeah, well that is the hit. most popular. Like there's a yes. So one of the things that is that there's a few SCP video games, um, oh. and one seven three is I think the villain or main threat in at least one of them. Right. Um, because they you do it in, in the Slender Man kind of way. But, I was going to say, know, yeah, it sounds like it would play quite similarly to that Slender Man game. Yeah, well, it's very, it's very easy to create an enemy that doesn't have to move on screen. Yeah. And you can just teleport around, I guess. You can just have keyframes and that's all you need. Though, for what it's worth, if I looked like around five and nights saw... Five nights Well, yeah. I mean, if I looked around and saw that face inches from mine 
I'd be scared. I oh, think that yeah, would be no. an effective jump scare. I'm never going to play that game. Jesus Christ. I mean, I, I hate... I, I, I can't deal with horror at the best of times, but... Okay, so the uh, one I was mentioning at the beginning, the one that uh, hates all life, which was discovered during an interview, is SCP-682, um, which is a classic example of the SCP getting their hands on something very dangerous and not knowing what to do with it from that point on. Because it is a big lizard or big reptile-like creature that wants to kill everything. Right. So you've got a big reptile-like creature that wants to kill everything, and you're like sitting it down for TV interviews, or like, wh- like, what? What's the interview vibe? Well, they didn't here? say how it was handled. I'm guessing it was a kind of uh, spoken through glass, more like a prison. Okay, more more like a police interview than like a than like a late night. Graham Norton interview. Yeah, there's actually a a portion of a recorded transcript. Oh, wow. Okay, so so this is the recorded transcript where this giant hyper-intelligent lizard who wants to kill everyone uh, was, what, just like talking shop? Well, one of the doctors was trying to interrogate it because when they found it, it killed a bunch of farmers um, and they were asking it why. And it faked being uh, quiet and incomprehensible to the point where the doctor sort of got someone to move the mic closer, and then uh, the thing leapt forward and killed him. Oh, and that was brilliant. that is one of many occurrences where it has killed SCP members or made attempted escapes. What just oh, oldest trick in the book, mate? Yeah, I don't think it. they realised how clever it was that early on, and uh, yeah. used that against them. And his, his, he doesn't like have any goals apart from kill all people. Not that he's mentioned to them. Uh, he's always trying to escape. But the problem is they can't work out a way to kill it. Right, so you can't shoot it, you can't like... Well, it's very durable and keeps healing. And it often heals in such a way that it will be immune or resistant to whatever killed it last time. Right. Have they watched, uh, have they watched the TV show The Boys? Because... <laughs> uh... Well, I I like the current solution they have, which is, look, we can't kill it, kill it, but we can hamper its ability to escape, so they keep it in a chamber filled with powerful acid. Uh, Right. And, what, it just has to deal with that? Yes, they, they are basically constantly trying to dissolve it, and this is just a recurring thing until they find a way to kill it. Right, so they're just, like, forcing it to grow its skin back or whatever. Pretty much. Just constantly. Well, it's it's insanely durable. It says here it was seen moving and speaking with its body 87% destroyed or rotted. And it's just still chilling. Yeah, and then it just recovered and kept going. It's it's made six escape attempts and killed multiple personnel on each time. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, I... <laughs> They found this thing when it when it killed a bunch of farmers. How do they capture it? Like, how do you, like, how do you capture a giant intelligent lizard? I don't know. I'm guessing they just bombed it to shit, and then while it was recovering, they just scooped it up and dragged it off. And we're like, yeah, come with us, homie. Jeez. Okay. Well, I, I, to be fair, I actually would prefer to come up against that one than the than the than the thingy. Than yeah. What's it? One three one three seven was it? Yeah, uh, one seven three. Yeah. One seven three. Uh, they've uh, the they've even they keep all land within fifty kilometers of the site where it's kept free of human life because they just they just know it's going to get out again at some point. Yeah, <laughs> they want to minimize how many people die. Yeah, 
You could see it, yeah, see it running across the 50 miles to the nearest human. They've also attempted to kill it with other SCPs. Oh, okay. Oh, that's interesting, actually. I never thought of the idea of a of a big SCP battle royale. Well, not all SCPs of... are sentient. They're, it's just weird objects. Some some of them yeah. are like... Some of them are know. like the toaster that... Yeah, exactly. The Ikea shop or whatever. I would like to, yeah... Uh, some of the some of the creatures. Well, it didn't go well when they tried using one of them. Uh, uh, what, what happened when they tried using? What, what did they use? Well, they used four oh nine, which is, from what I gather, a big crystal. And when other stuff comes in contact with the crystal or is close to it, it turns into crystal. Right, and then it did it turn? Did it just make it stronger? Or well. So the idea is that if you're close to 149, you turn into crystal, and then once a certain percentage of your body becomes crystally, you explode. And they thought, oh, cool, we'll use that on uh, on this big lizard. And, <laughs> on this big lizard. Uh, well, they say it's a vaguely reptile-like creature. Yeah. <laughs> there is a picture. Um, is there a picture? All right. Well, what's, there are what's... pictures, but in accordance with them not wanting to have to go through the effort of recreating this thing, they're all post-acid, so it looks kind of skeletal. Oh, God, yeah. Shortly after escaping from containment, still recovering from acid immersion. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, okay, so they don't, want to, they don't want to show it in its, like, proper... Yeah, well, that would be expensive and difficult and require sort of a, a lot of Photoshop. But, <laughs> so, but they tried using uh, SCP-409 on it. It partly worked... And then 682 exploded, lost organs, immediately regenerated, saying it will attempt to eat and consume all the staff involved. And now it's immune to 409. Like, it just oh. does, nothing happens. It just came So back they just and, made him slightly more annoyed. Basically. So even if you explode this thing, well, it just comes back from one of its, from one of its cells... Yeah, I mean, 87% destroyed and rotted. It's also apparently insanely durable, which is, you know, to its credit that it can just survive in hydrochloric acid, completely submerged, and not die immediately. Oh, God. <laughs> so, so it can just talk as well? Oh, it's, it's very smart, apparently. It's, um, it did say something in the interview. It said, um, when they asked it why... Uh, it killed the farmers. It faked being incomprehensible until it could get close enough to kill someone and then uh, mangled one of the security guards. And then as everyone else was running out, they heard it say they were disgusting. And that was <laughs> what it, what they heard uh, from it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so it just has a... I mean, it, as far it as we know... pathologically hates all life. Just, yeah, have you got any more uh, super popular interesting ones that i should uh, know about well yes so one of the interesting things to know about scp is that if a serial number ends with dash j so you know scp 3912 dash j it's a joke one okay all um, right but all the other ones are completely serious well uh, such as scp 999 the tickle monster completely serious <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, to be fair, it's it's approached with a more serious attitude than the Dash J ones. Right. We'll say. Can um, you can you tell me about a Dash J one then? Uh, yes. So I've got one of the the most popular Dash J ones in front of me. It's pretty short. It's SCP blank Dash J. Its object class is blank. Special nice. contingent. 
special containment procedures in a box in my office. <laughs> Description, it's a rock that makes you procrastinate. <laughs> I'll finish writing this up later. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's good. There's a recurring thing, actually, with um, certain SCPs messing with the scientists observing them, and that bleeds into the into the files that are written. Oh, right. So the, one of the very famous ones is, I can't even describe it because it's not a number. It's just a series of dots. Because it is some kind of SCP that... Oh, God, how to describe this? From what I can tell, it messes with... Uh, Attempts to write about it, right? So, so like, it would just mess solution. up your pencil hand, or like changes the words. Well, it's after not the clear. Fact. Well, it's not clear because of the file. So the nature of how it's affecting stuff means that they've had to write it in pictograms. Okay. To try and trying to explain what it's doing, without like actually talking about it because they'll get messed with. And you, I guess, you can't tell to what extent that. It's messed with the uh, the file as well. Yes. So the uh, the nature of it seems to be that. <laughs> oh God! How to explain this? I'm looking at the page right now, and I'll send it to you because it is just something to behold. It is their attempts to describe what this thing is doing with no language involved. It seems to be that any attempt to record information about it or even repeat it is either not viable or not advised. Right. <laughs> I th- okay, yeah, so it understands human speech and writing, but it doesn't understand pie charts. <laughs> yes, or images. Like, it can't yeah. process those. Yeah, okay, so it's all, like, images that... They, they all look like, um, like, I don't know, there's a little save file icon and uh, an eye in a box and uh, little exclamation marks above people's heads to indicate surprise. Yes, for those who are looking up this SCP, it's 2521, though it doesn't say that on the page because that is written information about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and this thing looks like a giant Bigfooty looking... Kind of. It looks hairy and slimy in equal measure. Yeah. Like It also looks like it's got a helmet on. I don't know. I mean, I worry about that we're recording this podcast about it now. I wonder how that's going to be affected. That's true. It's not the written word, but oh, he does understand the spoken word as well, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, we might be... <laughs> I like it. In this last bit, there's a... It shows someone describing the thing in, like, abstract pictograms, and then they start describing it in normal words. Yeah. And then they just get killed by the, <laughs> by well, the thing. they don't get or, killed. It's got a heart over its face, and it, it looks like it's embracing its them. It's embracing them, but then the room is now empty. Yeah, so um, I, I guess it just kidnapped them? Yeah? Uh, I quite like how open to interpretation this page is. Yeah, this thing has a heart over its face, but this this guy has a tear in his eye as well. Yeah, he's or, got... he's, or sweating, maybe. I think, from what I gather, it is just collecting information about itself because if you (laughs) look at the one above that it shows someone writing about it and the thing shows up and takes the writing oh yeah to be fair yeah it takes the writing but then the guy's very scared i mean i would be be, yeah um yeah and he's got like weird string hands as well yeah like it it ties things up (laughs) just god i don't like this thing 
walks through walls as well? Apparently so. Brilliant. I don't know how they're keeping it contained. I guess because no one talks about it, so it doesn't move anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got slime and straps. Yeah. Oh, we all know people like that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> thank you for that horrible nightmare. Oh, um, he's he's not that bad. He's just a big... He's like a big tar wookie. <laughs> I, I hate him. Uh, I, I hate him and I will never speak of him again. Well, you uh, should apparently. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so for Two Truths and a Lie this week, I've uh, got a wide selection. Um, or rather, I've gone through a wide selection. And then, uh, and then good old James found one of the ones I was going to do, <laughs> so I had to immediately change it. I uh, I, f- I I feel bad for mentioning the tickle monster, but going uh... to close that tab. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, I mean, I'm sure you have some fun information about the tickle monster before we uh, before we get into two tr- tr- two truths and a lie. Oh yeah. Uh, so the tickle monster is a very adorable. I guess. Hmm. I guess to say, if one seven three the sculpture is like the mascot of everything horrible and scary of uh, the SCP, then the Tickle Monster, SCP-999, is like the embodiment of everything nice about it. Okay, so is it is it like a, a good boy who just, what, likes to tickle? Well, SCP-999 is just allowed to roam the facility. <laughs> okay. Because it's completely harmless. Um, they treat oh, it, God. They treat it like a dog. I'm looking at I'm looking at the page for 999. They tried to use the tickle monster to calm the big lizard. Yeah. At one point. <laughs> so it's it's a large mass of orange slime, uh, similar to peanut <laughs> butter. Amazing. When at rest, it becomes just a dome. Oh but my God. Uh, it's playful and dog-like. It likes people. It um, does. Okay, so it does. It does sort of work against six eight two a little bit. A little bit. I mean. Briefly, they they have a tickle fight in it, and it falls asleep with a smile on its face. <laughs> oh, but then it wakes up and oh, okay, it wakes up and kills them yeah. all. And oh, okay, well the tickle I mean, monster did it its, does. Yeah, the tickle monster did a did its part. That's nice. Yes, uh, it does a lot of good things. It's it likes to hug people um, while making high pitched gurgling and cooing noises. <laughs> Like a big, giant, slimy baby. Yeah, it also emits a pleasing odour that differs with whomever is interacting with it. Oh, that's lovely, actually. I like that a lot. Yeah, the recorded scents include chocolate, fresh laundry, bacon, roses, and Play-Doh. Oh, okay, interesting. I mean, I've got more of a problem with the person whose pleasing odour is Play-Doh, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't really get the appeal of that smell. But, you know, if someone likes it. Wow, persons apparently persons suffering with uh, PTSD or crippling depression have reported having a far more positive a- outlook on life after multiple interactions with nine nine nine. I I can see why, frankly. And they they're going to start manufacturing antidepressants from nine 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 slime. Yes, wow, that's lovely. Uh, you um, know what? <laughs> the SCP better not. Why are they, why are they even containing this guy? Well, He's, they don't really. They just let him wander around. Oh, well, I hope it wanders into my life soon. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's pretty helpful. At one point, it jumped in front of someone to save him from a bullet. Oh, sick. Yeah. Well, I guess it's just a mass of slime. So. Yeah, it was fine, but it, it made the effort to save them. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. 
Um, all right, so let's do the actual two truths and a lie because I accidentally found one uh, beforehand. <clears throat> so two truths and a lie. The first potential truth or lie, SCP-2561. It is a ride or a prototype ride for Disneyland that when ridden turns the person on it into a sentient mascot. Okay, like a like a sentient like Mickey Mouse looking or like, like the you know the big head costumes that you see. Yeah, at Disneyland? yeah, like like giant like goofies. that, but it's not something you're wearing. That is past. That's of you. just what your body looks like now. Yes. All right, roller coaster mascots. Next, SCP one one four three is a pair of sunglasses, and when you wear them, things behind you explode in a cool way. Exploding <laughs> behind you, sunglasses. Right, that sounds outrageous. Um, I can see, I can see the utility of it. Uh, and the third one, uh, SCP twenty two ninety six, is the discovery that uh, <laughs> that when emperor penguins are gathered together, large tubes appear out of the ground to feed them. Wait. Ha- <laughs> When Emperor Penguins are gathered I'm together... I'm guessing this is the one you're going to want to address first, so should we leap into it? Uh, I, 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 right, so, yes, all right, let's let's leap into it. So, Emperor yes. Penguins... So, the idea... I'm going to paraphrase a lot, because I feel that if I actually sort of start reading stuff, you'll know immediately which ones are true and which ones are not. But I will right. paraphrase. Yes. Uh, so, it's not a contained thing they have. It's more a piece of information they're trying to hide. Okay. Um, and it is the knowledge that when emperor penguins are gathered together, specifically male emperor penguins, for a significant amount of time, uh, strange pink tubes emerge from the ground and feed them a sort of strange mixture that they eat. Right. And so penguins, when you see them on like David yes. Attenborough, uh, that's all. That's all lies. You don't actually get to like. Well, part part of the containment procedures is hiding this information, making sure it's not discovered. So. So nature documentary creators are in on this. Uh, either that or the SCP is like wiping their memory or distracting them yeah, from the or truth like or them. destroying footage. Okay. So <laughs> so pink tubes come out of the ground with male emperor penguins. Yeah, and they don't know where they come from. They've tried burying to find them, but the tubes have vanished. Okay, right. The, okay, the tubes have vanished. All right, and le- okay, let's go backwards then. <laughs> uh, sunglasses that make things behind you explode in a cool way yes so like in the movies yes in fact it was found on a uh it like in the possession of an actor okay it doesn't say who okay (laughs) i honestly that seems viable you know i can see that happening the more cool or uh stylish you are the bigger the explosion as well as what exactly explodes okay Uh, yeah so is it just p- things in your immediate vicinity that explode, like at a safe distance, so that you look cool? Yeah. So the explosions never hurt the person wearing the sunglasses, right? But they do hurt everyone else. Well, I think at that point it's just a random explosion. Yes, but if it's a random explosion and you're like, you know, in front of a building. Oh yeah, only the person wearing it is is safe. Right. Okay. So I can see why they want to keep that contained. Yes, and uh, and if and depending on what you're wearing, it 
changes what explodes. So if you're wearing suits, it's more likely to be sort of businesses and officers. Oh, so you can't you can't target it unless you know the uh, unless you know the clothing requirements. Yeah, so like if you wear it, if you wear like I don't know swimming costume, it'll like explode. I think it, there's just a general <laughs> thematic appropriateness. Yes, yes. Um, okay. And and of course, like stuff like confidence and calmness will increase the explosion. Oh, of course. So, like, yeah. the cooler so, you are, the bigger the <laughs> the bigger oh, the absolutely. explosion. Okay. So, <laughs> and and one more thing. Um, at one point, uh, they attempted to uh, trick the glasses. Is the only word I can think for it by putting oh. them on the back of someone's head. Ah, okay. And what happened then? That's interesting. Nothing happened. Oh, that's a shame. And then she took the glasses off, and the glasses detonated with the force of a 20 megaton bomb, killing everyone. Oh! Uh, so the glasses destroyed? They or were perfectly they just still... fine. They were found in the oh. centre of the crater. <laughs> oh, right. So you can't be tricking. All right. So if you try and... Ah, uh, you got to be careful. Yeah, I don't know if they were feeling just spiteful or... Yeah, that's. It seems a bit overkill. Or if it to... was just like a glitch in however they work, like it didn't know what to do when being worn on the back of the yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Oh, get something's got to explode. Oh god. Okay, so I, I honestly, I can. I mean, I don't. I can't believe it, but uh, I can see it being a thing, and I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> I can see it being very dangerous, and I can see why they want to contain such an object. Well, certainly. Uh, roller coaster. So, with the roller coaster one, yes, is the is the roller coaster as a whole the the SCP? Yes. So the entire roller coaster, a prototype at Disney World or whatever. The actual name is censored out, but you can see the D at the beginning. Um, okay, and then. Uh, when it's like the list of mascots that people have turned into, there's enough of the text left that you know what yeah. they're, you know what they're like referring to. M-M and... Yeah, exactly. M-M and... Yeah. Okay. Um, where? What? What What Disneyland did they do this at? And like, are Disney in on it? How do they, how do they discover this? So, uh, it doesn't... I don't think it mentions the discovery. The idea appears to be that they built this thing in a sort of closed-off area on the edge of the park. Right. You know, like, they were keeping it covered before the big reveal. Uh, And then when they were testing it, there is a section of it that is apparently a tunnel with music playing in the background. And when people go through the tunnel, they go in fine and come out the other end as these sort of sentient mascots. Uh, Any attempt to send cameras or recording equipment through, they just fizzle out and only produce static in that point brilliant <laughs> okay so you can't ever know what goes on in there but you know that when you go in you're fine and when you come out you look like yeah so basically mascot. you are a your outside is the big-headed wearable costume and you're permanently you can never they they haven't found a way to reverse it yet the people usually go uh incurably insane right and i assume they are abducted or uh, taken in by the SCP in order to uh, contain such uh, knowledge. It said that uh, several of them have committed suicide, which has provided ample attempts for autopsy. Oh, okay. I mean, I... (laughs) 
Have they found anything? Like uh, it's literally just like the outer layer, like the skin is the costume, and the, right. It's sort so of holds... everything, all the innards are like the same. You've yes, got, like, with, with human... sort of exceptions as required to make the mascot outer self work. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, for example, the, they have a slight regenerative quality that means you, they don't need feeding. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh god, that that sounds like a horrible creepypasta nightmare. That is very creepypasta, actually. It I'm is a bit. Sure, I'm pretty sure there is a specific creepypasta about a, a Mickey Mouse costume that like. Takes oh, I'm sure those and, those like, things are terrifying, right? Yeah, and like blood comes out of it, and he's like, "Haha, I'm Mickey Mouse," ah. <laughs> and it's like a yeah moving costume. Uh oh god, okay, I like all of these actually. Do you have a Do you have an immediate gut feeling as my to gut which one feeling is, the lie? is my gut feeling is that penguins getting fed is the lie because it, <laughs> uh, the other two seem very uh, I don't know maliciously apt for for this wiki to uh, <laughs> to produce. You think such they, You think they've got that creepy pasta horror? They've got yeah, especially the roller coaster one, um, mm. and I think a a weird piece of a weird gadget seems quite on brand. Um, yeah, Although there's I no, do, there's I no technological like the element to the glasses that they could find. No, it's just yeah, weird physics magic. Although I do like the idea of uh, penguin life, like the life cycle of the Antarctic just being all a lie. Uh, yeah, I think the implication is meant to be that because you know it's it's specifically when it's um. You know when you get the males huddled together and the females yeah, are off yeah. catching food? I think the implication is the males should starve to death and then these pink tubes come up and feed them. <laughs> okay. But every time the SCP tries to follow the tubes, they just bury down deeper. Okay. I, li- <laughs> I like that a lot. And I think I'm going to vote for this as my lie, but if it is, then uh, it's, uh, it's a very, <laughs> a very well thought out one regardless. <laughs> Uh, if it's not, then you've absolutely smashed it with whichever other one it is. The lie is the Disneyland ride. Really? Okay. Yeah, I, I just made that up. <laughs> All right. Pe- okay. Penguins are fed by tubes, James. Didn't you oh, know this? Oh, okay. I apologise. I... <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe maybe you did just read a creepypasta, <laughs> or just yeah. You know, I was I was trying to channel that vibe. You know that you know the energy that that is. Uh... That has evolved. Okay, but, there, but there's some details about the penguin tubes that are just brilliant. Do um, tell me more. So, uh, I think the penguins need them to survive. Right. Like they so try the separate. That they do is not enough. Yes, they tried separating them. They also notice that if you take it away from them, they get depressed. Oh. And, how do you take there's... it? How do you take the? How do you take the tubes out of the ground? Or... Well, I think it's more like if you separate the penguins from the tubes. Oh, uh, um, right. Okay. And one of the great... <laughs> it's such a funny thing. Well, on the page for it, there's a bunch of images, including one of these tubes seen from a distance. But then there's one that just shows a bunch of penguins with their like heads tilted down, and the caption is, Apathy in penguins deprived of SCP-2296. <laughs> so it's just a picture of depressed penguins. <laughs> For the, the reason they're sad is because of the SCP. They don't have it anymore. Yeah. I'll be sad if I was deprived of my only source of food. 
Um, and yeah, there's they have three plans for keeping it a secret, or three sort of systems they use. One is uh, popularizing paths for Antarctic treks that avoid emperor penguin breeding grounds. So they're sort of, you know, planning everything to go around it. Right. Uh, they hold exclusive rights to wildlife filming in the Antarctic. Oh, this brings links to what you were saying before. So they have yeah. exclusive rights to filming the wildlife. Oh, okay. So they choose what footage goes out. Yeah, with the cover story that no other media company is able to adhere to stringent environmental regulations. <laughs> and and thirdly, they author and edit all academic papers on emperor penguin biology. <laughs> right, so all emperor penguins are just, it's just all lies. Yep. Lovely. Well, it's such a weird one. I was looking through it earlier and I saw something about emperor penguins and I went, what is that? I was reading through it, and it took me a moment just to realise what I was seeing. Because yeah. it's such a bizarre <laughs> what, idea. what number is it? 2296. 2296. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're just little pink... Like, that's like a valve there. Yeah, it says they're made of polyethane and collagen. <laughs> Apathy and penguins. <laughs> yeah, I know! It's just the several <laughs> depressed penguins. Oh, God. Wow. Oh, yeah. So at the, at the edge of the huddle, they slurp up the protein and fat mixture. Yeah, and it also produces a mild psychic effect. Okay, so they get a little bit wavy as well. Uh, so this effect is called 2296A and takes the form of a repeated thought-feel message directed to sentient minds within a metre and a half. What does that mean? <laughs> um, as in, if you're I'd... next to a penguin when you when they... Eat it, that like it makes you feel weird. Uh, so apparently, it makes you feel like you're being looked after by a daddy penguin because it gives oh. you feelings of comfort and contentment. Okay, uh, and a greater sense of peace within the harsh environmental conditions <laughs> of the area. Oh, that, oh, that's lovely. Then um, uh, there's the phrases most frequently found while under this effects are. You are important. You're doing a great job. Keep going. I'm proud of you. Oh, I, I'd love to. Okay, you know what? I, I want a slurp of this then. I want a slurp of this and a little a little sesh with Mr. Tickle Man or whatever he's called. The Tickle Monster. <laughs> the Tickle Monster. Yeah, and it's then... not all terrible as this. I mean, there's a lot of scary stuff. There's a star that's yeah. planning to kill us. There's the sculpture. Uh, yeah, but you know, you've got to you have the rough with the smooth, you know. There's, yeah, exactly. There is imminent there's imminent annihilation and then there's delicious penguin juice we'll always have penguin juice maybe that's what we should have called this podcast <laughs> we'll always have penguin juice um <laughs> christ well this has been uh, margaret thatcher 10 plus by <laughs> now with uh 22 more penguin juice exactly uh delicious delicious heartwarming penguin juice um i've been james law <laughs> and i'm joel Franey. Uh, you can you can follow me uh, on the on the Twitters uh, James Maclaw. Yes, and you can follow me uh, at a discreet distance because I don't want to talk to you directly. It's <laughs> very uh, very safe minded of you. Um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> thank you very much for listening, and uh, we'll, uh, and uh, well before we go, James. Oh what yeah, we'll be handling next week. Yeah, we'll catch you got, next time. We've got, we got to leave them with a taster of what's oh, to that's come. That's true, yeah. So I'll, I'll catch you next time with a delve into the world of not Warcraft, but Hearthstone, the specific, unique world that the designers of 
the card game Hearthstone have created out of the Warcraft mythos. Um, there's a lot of deviations from what you might see as the norm if you're a Warcraft fan and haven't played much Hearthstone, but there's also going to be some comforting similarities. Uh, we hope you join us next time on Margaret Thatcher, 10 plus by. See you then. Oh, it seems a bit faster. This is 50 now, um, which would be good. I'm a bit closer to the microphone now. So. Yeah, I noticed that, and it's got that horrible ASMR quality. <laughs> oh, God, no. I really flinched yeah. when you did that. <laughs> but because I was wearing headphones, it was that thing of, like, I flinched away, but it was still following me. Stop. Okay, yeah, stop. Okay, um, I'm going to hit pause on uh, talking here because the Tickle Monster is one of the ones I was going to put in Two Truths and a Lie, so now I need to find another Oh, shit. (laughs) What other ones do you know about? Uh, I don't know about any. I'll stop scrolling through them. (laughs) Shit. We'll always have penguin juice.